the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Rob Spinoza of Guaranteed Rate. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia question for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And today's trivia theme is TV shows. Okay. Ooh, TV um, shows, nice. TV shows, yeah, it'll be kind of that'll be kind of fun. Uh, not, not, not too hard. You'll you'll probably get the answers. So um, usually we start off with generic real estate, but uh, I think today we're going to start off with Pacific Private Money Fund uh, or Pacific Private Money <clears throat> has a uh, started a new fund, and it's called the Pacific Southwest Note Fund. And the thing that's really cool about it is it buys discounted seller carryback notes. Now, what are those? You got basically a situation where you've got a homeowner who sells a house to a borrower who maybe couldn't qualify for a loan. And so the seller carries back the mortgage just like a bank. So let's say it's a property, $100,000, and the borrower puts down 15000 and the uh, seller takes the $85,000 note puts on a 6% interest rate and uh, collects monthly payments for 15 years. Well, what goes on after five years or so is uh, Mr. Seller, who's carrying that $85,000 note that's now been paid down to, you know, 82,000 says, you know what? I I don't want to hold this note forever. I need some cash. Well, where can he sell that note? So, we do a lot of marketing and we get these people to call us to basically say, okay, uh, how much would you give me for the note? And we work out our numbers, and let's say uh, we offer them $73,000, what turns out to be about, let's say, a 14% interest rate to us. Now, sometimes these sellers say, no, that's not high enough. Other times they'll say, well, if I could get just a little Present bit, value of money. It. What's that? Present value of money. They yeah, want sometimes they just need it for whatever reason. So, right. <clears throat> so we started a fund or Pacific Private Money started a fund called the Pacific Southwest Fund because most of these deals are coming from Texas. And the foreclosure laws in Texas are very friendly for the lenders. So it's even better than California from that end of it. The rate of return is really good because the investor is going to get a preferred yield of 9% with a target yield of 12 plus percent. And you say, well, why would there be a target yield? Well, the reason is because some of these loans will pay off earlier than expected, and you get to recoup that discount as a profit a lot sooner. 
they either sell the house, refinance, or if you know you have to foreclose, you'll end up uh, making a lot more money on the house because the house is worth a hundred thousand, and you're buying the note. And 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 my numbers are actually off from the standpoint of buying it for seventy three thousand because the average on something like this would be purchased for about fifty five thousand. So the loan to value the, or the investment to value is very very low. Um, and so that so, fund just that fund just started uh, August first, and we've already had a, a good amount of interest. So as an example, in the example you gave, let's say the seller, the borrower, purchased the home from the seller for a hundred thousand. They put ten uh, percent down, okay. and the seller they carried a note for ninety. Yeah. And then after you know, like you were saying, let's say ten years, it's paid down to eighty. Uh-huh. But we buy it for seventy. Um, when that borrower pays us off, let's say that we you know from time to time we'll get a payoff. They're selling it. They sell the house for whatever one hundred and ten. They're paying us the ninety thousand. Loan, or the, right? or the, the, the paid down. To or, or excuse me, the reduced down. amount, right? The <laughs> remaining principal, it, yeah. which is going to be higher than what we paid for the loan. Correct. Correct. And, and the, so, the, go ahead. Oh, yes, so so I, I, think, that, I think it's important. It's important for those following along to know that the borrower is still paying the original note, correct. which was yeah. at 90,000, like you said, starting, but you guys bought it for less than that. They don't know that happened. Well, they may know what happened, but they, they don't know what happened. They don't know what price was was paid for. It. Right, exactly. Right. And the and the people in Texas generally, their income compared to their mortgage payment is going to be a, a safer amount than people in California. You know, California That's most people. Yeah, most most people in California, you know, they kind of push the limit as to what their mortgage payment is, and some of these mortgage payments are you know five six hundred bucks a month. And so mm-hmm. most of these people are not going to default on their loan because they're going to lose their house for 500 bucks a month. Where else are they going to live? So the default right. rate is really low. And even during this uh, COVID situation, uh, not only has everyone paid on time, there hasn't been one request for deferment. Nobody's asked. Wow. Yeah. Nobody's even asked. And I think the reason is because they look and they just say, hey, I got a good deal going on here. You know, I'm paying 500 bucks a month to live. You know, where else am I going to go? So, uh, hey, uh, Edward, so on that note, I have, a, I have an article in front of me that talks about the typical American debt, and it totals $51,900, and that's, that includes mortgage loans, um, uh, car loans, auto loans, et cetera. So there you go. I mean, this, yeah. is, your, this is your demographic. I, I, the, wow. Hey, guys, we're going to cut to our first commercial break. Uh, we come back. We're going to continue on. Rob's going to uh, uh, tell us more. Uh, uh, but uh, anyone who's interested, who's listening to the show, who's interested in that, can call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 or go to PacificPrivateMoney.com and find out more about the Pacific Southwest Note Fund that's paying 9%. All right, first trivia question, TV shows. What business did George Jefferson own in The Jeffersons? The TV show, The Jeffersons, which was a spinoff of All in the Family, right? All right, call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Don't touch that dial. The best of investings will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW.
Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon and Rob Spinoza. Mark Honf is off today. Uh, first uh, trivia question on TV shows. What business did George Jefferson own in the TV show, The Jeffersons? You guys remember? Was it a, you don't lie, man? I didn't watch a lot of TV as a kid, but but I think it was like a laundromat or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was a dry cleaning. Right. Close. Yeah, dry cleaning. Very good. Very good. Oh, not bad. Okay. Uh, that was a great show, man. It, it was fun. He was he was great. Uh, we're going to make a quick mention here for the Half Moon Bay Kayak Company, where you can discover the world of sea kayaking, paddle boarding, and biking in Half Moon Bay. Uh, they have <clears throat> excuse me, single and double kayaks, a wide variety of stand-up paddle boards, and many different bikes to suit your needs, which you can use to bike the famous Half Moon Bay Coastal Trail. Uh, call them at 650-773-6101 or go to hmbkayak.com for more details. All right, Nam, uh, you wanted to continue yeah. on with our Pacific Southwest Note Fund. Yeah, and tying into what Rob was mentioning about the average debt load of, of uh, U.S. in the U.S., you said, uh, Rob, it was 51000 or so, I think, right? And that included that includes uh, mortgages, auto and other, you know, maybe non-secured debt. That's, for us living in California, the Bay Area specifically, that's, I would consider that really low, carrying that kind of Correct. debt. If it includes your mortgage, I mean, you know, obviously um, in the Bay Area and other major metros, you know, having a mortgage of 50000 or is, you know, to die for. So, you know, the Southwest Note Fund, one of the questions I had originally and, and investors are asking us is, geez, how, how many, how big is this opportunity? Because, you know, to, how many people have a, a note that's going to be 50, 75,000 or a mortgage? And to Rob's point there, to, to his uh, facts that he mentioned earlier, stats, must be a lot of people. Yeah. And so, you know, this is not just a, it's, it's a non-California phenomenon of seller carrybacks, right? Or, or maybe non-major metro. Yeah, because that's the other thing is you got to find out who is going to sell a house and carry back a mortgage because this is not a Wells Fargo mortgage, right? It's got to be some right. homeowner who wants to sell the house. Well, and also how many, um, how many mortgages are in the U.S. are seller carryback? I think you had mentioned it uh, previously. It's like a third of, of mortgages in yeah, the Rob, U.S. Yeah, Rob, didn't you, didn't you tell us that last month that uh, it was – Well, a third, a, third of, a third of properties are free and clear. But um, one of the things that, you, that you're covering here that is interesting is that there are parts of the United States where seller carryback is pretty common because the, the buying demographic just does not rely on traditional credit. Maybe they've just, you know, they're brought up that way or they, they have a reluctance to use banks or something like that. So when they go to buy a house, they don't have the cash to do it and they don't have the credit to get a, a typical loan. Because if they haven't used credit, their credit score may not be sufficient, or they have really thin credit files. They just don't have enough credit. Well, the other thing is, if, if there's so many, sorry for interrupting, but if there's so many houses that are free and clear, you got mom and pop who basically say, listen, if, you know, I mean, they're smart enough to realize that with interest rates the way they are, if they can get a 6% return that, that they know is on, based on their house versus getting cashed out and putting the money in the bank, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. 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 So, Definitely. Okay. 
So, um, you the minimum investment in this is fifty thousand with a one-year hold, no fee to get in, no fee to get out. So, again, for more information on that, call Pacific Private Money at four one five eight eight three twenty one fifty, or go to PacificPrivateMoney.com and look for the Pacific. Southwest Note Fund paying a preferred return of nine percent. Right. Hey, Rob. Well, well I think the, Go ahead. the thing about that too is that uh, you know when you look at um, people with their investment, we're, we're talking mostly to Californians here, but that's a great diversification play because sure. not only is it you know it's not your typical stock and bond investing, it's no. it's, it's not you know. Uh, it's outside of those sorts of things, but the rate of return is really good. And you begin to understand the safety of the investment based on how, how close it is to the bone. You know, it's, yes. it's somebody making a loan to someone. And uh, I just think that that's how that stuff really ought to be viewed is, is a great diversification. Play. Well, we just got uh, we just got uh, paperwork back for a loan where the house is worth a hundred and twenty something thousand. And the loan that we're buying is only 30,000. Yeah. So, you know, the odds of, 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 of losing on that are going to be pretty small. And the nice thing is that a lot of these borrowers are just going to pay their mortgage like clockwork. So it's yeah. like, you know, the, the one problem with doing individual deeds of trust is you keep getting paid back quickly because people refinance. They don't want to carry this interest rate. Um, but uh, you don't have to go chase new loans. You know, you've, you've got yeah. a nice portfolio until the person sells the house or more or does decide to refinance. But usually they just, well, you know, one other thing I want to bring up about that, because we see this happen here in California, our loan sizes are pretty large. So it makes refinancing cost effective. And the reason for it is because your transactional costs in a refinance don't vary a whole lot. So let's say you have a $400,000 loan and it may cost you $3,500 to refinance it. And maybe you're going to save two, 300 bucks on that deal. And it's going to pay back over time. And it's, it's a worthwhile investment. Now, as the loan size goes larger, your transactional costs don't scale, you know, along with that. So you might pay four or $5,000 to refinance a million and a half dollar loan. Yeah. And your savings could be $700 a month. So you're paying off even faster. Well, it's true the other way too. So as that loan size gets smaller, even if that guy's at six or 7%, yeah. it just may not make sense for him to refinance at three and a half. And you I know, see, it sounds yeah. like, well, yeah. who wouldn't want to do that, right? But if it costs you a couple grand to do it and the payment's that small anyway, you might be saving 20, 30 a month, yeah. 20, 30 hours a month. You'll never recoup the closing costs. Well, and here, here's one of the other things every once in a while, and I've seen this, uh, where a loan comes in and guess what the interest rate was? Oh, double digits or something? Zero. Oh. <laughs> Zero percent. The, the seller basically just said, yeah, just give me a hundred dollars oh. a month until this thing's paid off. No interest. <laughs> you know, and, and wow. it's great because then we, but obviously we don't earn a 0% interest rate because we're buying it at right. a discount. So the mm -hmm. odds of someone refinancing that is close to zero. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're going to get a negative interest rate. <laughs> well, we're, we're not we're not quite there yet. But on that note, you know, one, one thing that happened this week or last week, I should say, is the Federal Housing Finance Agency, the FHFA, imposed a fee on conforming conventional yes. refinances. Yeah, um, we're going to talk more about that when we get back because that, well, cool. that's brand new news. Okay. Yeah, that is brand new. Um, Okay, so here's our second trivia question uh, on TV shows. You ready? Who played Charlie Harper in the TV show Two and a Half Men? 
who played Charlie Harper in the TV show Two and a Half Men. All right, call 888-912-1190. The first caller with correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. And uh, when we come back, Rob's going to explain more about uh, these new FHA uh, points and everything. And there's, there's a bunch of rules going on. In fact, even I think September 2nd, aren't the uh, uh, eviction rules being uh, sort of tossed to the side? That was another thing that just came out. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely a few uh, a few rule changes coming on. So uh, you're definitely going to want to stay tuned uh, for the best of investing. And don't touch that dial because we are going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Honf, who's not here. <laughs> Nam Fon is here. And Rob Spinoza is here. All right, second trivia question. Who played Charlie Harper in Two and a Half Men? Was it Charlie oh, Sheen? No. It was Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I guess they, they figured they'd keep oh, his name Charlie. That way he wouldn't have to worry about uh, remembering his first name. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. I never watched a single episode of that. Oh, is that right? But you knew about it, though. So, uh, Rob, uh, what's this new fee going on at the FHA loans? Uh, well, so yeah, not to confuse FHA with the FHFA, which is the Federal Housing Finance Agency. Okay. So they are the um, the agency that more or less governs Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and they and they set policy um, for the the GSEs, the government sponsored entities. In this case, what they did, they sprung on the industry a um, couple of weeks ago an additional fee for refinance loans, and what it's a, it was a fifty basis point fee. So I think a lot of people heard that as being, oh, my rate just went up a half percent. It doesn't work that way. But what it roughly equated to was if you were getting quoted a 3% rate on, on Wednesday morning, with that announcement, all things equal, you would have been at three and a quarter approximately. So it would have come as a surprise to you for having done nothing different. Um, the, mm -hmm. the, it was an underlying cost of doing business that they imposed on the industry um, and then that was supposed to take effect for all loans funding after September 1st. But remember, if your loan was already in process, it would have been funding after September 1st. So in effect, it, it, it touched everybody. But why? Um, what, what, what's the reasoning? Well, the reason is to make more money. <laughs> so, uh, so, so what? what the, I mean, there, there, there's, a, there's a lot of competing ideas about why they did this. And, and, and you know, I can't help but think I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Uh, uh, you're getting in and out there, my friend. You sort of starved environment. Wait, 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 go back. We, we, we kind of missed that. You kind of cut in and out. Oh, so you're not a conspiracy yeah, theorist. So, so in the COVID environment, in, in the budget, you know, strapped environment that we're in, revenue reduced environment we're in, you know, they're looking to increase capitalization of the government-sponsored entities. Some feel because they want to privatize them, okay? And so they want to raise capital, and, and that helps them achieve that objective. But there are a lot of conflicting viewpoints about why they did it. 
Uh, needless to say, it affects the consumer adversely because it adds an additional fee on the back end of the loan that gets priced into the rate sheet that a consumer gets quoted. So what happened with that is now that is temporarily on hold. So we learned that this week that that is now on hold. But the moral of the story should be the same to the consumer who's out there looking to refinance. And that is if the rate makes sense to you now, take advantage of it. Don't play around because yeah. these are the sorts of things people don't expect to happen. They go looking at, well, where, where will rates go? Will they get higher or lower? You know, right. they're assuming yeah. things they know. But these are the things you don't know. And, and you have to be careful with that. So, again, another reminder that credit capacity and credit cost doesn't have to be linear. It doesn't have to be predictable. The industry can do what it wants to do, and we're all subject to what they do. So, well, what, are the, what are the odds that once you get your loan and you're into it for three years, they suddenly go, oh, by the way, we're just going to tack on an extra half point because – <laughs> no, I can't. Well, I mean, uh, look, anything could happen, but, but you're probably what is a contract? So you know, you, you, you they'd be hard pressed to do that. But I've never seen that happen. Yeah. But uh, but while your loan is floating, while you're doing your shopping, while you're doing your hand wringing, while you're doing your question asking, things can change. So be careful about that, and don't uh, you know look a gift horse in the mouth. We've got great rates. Okay, that comes to an email that we received for you that says, realistically, how low can interest rates go from here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know the answer to that. We said they couldn't go any lower than three and seven eighths. You know, we said they couldn't go any lower than 5%. We said they couldn't go any lower than three, and here they are. So, I mean, could we see a one and three quarters percent interest rate next year? I suppose we could. Could, could, we, but, see uh, neg- could, could we see negative? I mean, I've heard that potentially there's a possibility for a negative interest rate. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know what that looks like, but I know the world that it exists and is scary, right? Because if it's negative interest rates, the, the, the whole banking industry is upside down and, and that has to have repercussions to all of us, some good, some bad. So, uh, I, you know, I don't know what, what to say about that, but I, but I can tell you that, you know, what I hear myself saying to my clients is if things get better, that's a great problem to have, right? So if, if you're locked at, at two and three quarters percent, and things go to two and a quarter, good for you. You know, you can reconsider what you're going to do. You can take steps to, to try to get that lower rate. But if they go the other way, you want to be protected. And we're in one of those environments right now where, you know, you have a lot of wind in your sails as far as interest rates go. But things could change and you don't want to see them get away. Lock down what you can. That's, I think, the best advice going forward. And how do people get a hold of you if they're interested in refinancing or buying a house? Yeah, both both purchase and refi, one to four units, California. Uh, we're happy to help. 415-367-5959. I'm Rob Spinoza. I'm with Guaranteed Rate, one of the larger independent mortgage banks in the country. And- yep. Definitely. The, uh, you know, a year ago, uh, a year ago, if you if people had the option of, of getting an interest rate below, you know, in the threes, they would just be tickled pink. But now you're in that environment and you're like, boy, should I hold out for that extra, you know, quarter point? And it's like, right. you know, you, you don't want to time the market. If their circumstances yeah. make sense for you now, Chasing it do it. Tough. Yeah, you, you want, yeah. you know, you want certainty over the unknown and trying to time it over, you know, a quarter point. I don't know. Just uh, yeah, that's always kind of tough. Couldn't, couldn't be more I true. Know. And, um, and and everybody would be wise to take that advice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, Nam, there's a question that comes in for a listener from a listener and says, 
what are the advantages of a fund over individual deeds of trust? So you have an investor here who's looking at investing in a fund versus investing in individual yep. deeds of trust. And uh, yeah, our, last, uh, tr- our next trivia question here, do you guys remember the TV show, I Dream of Jeannie? Remember oh, Bar- yeah. Barbara mm-hmm. Eden? Quite a mm-hmm. even at eighty years old, she still looks good. All right, yeah, she was she was my babe when I was a kid. All right, uh, here's the trivia question: In I Dream of Jeannie, what was Tony Nelson's job? That was the guy who uh, got her out of the bottle, right? He was the husband, right? Or the kind of like was he? They eventually got married in the show, and that kind of was the end of it. Uh, apparently, nobody yeah. wanted them to get married except for the audience but then after they did they all said yeah this didn't work they should have just gone back to just always being where she always wanted him and he was like no 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 all right so that's yeah. our trivia question is is in the tv show the old tv show in i dream of genie what was tony nelson's job okay and uh all right we come back we're gonna ask nom uh, this uh, tr- this uh, email question about the advantages of a fund over individual deeds of trust. So stay with us. And we'll do a couple of deals of the week, too. A couple of deals of the week. All right, stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon and Rob Spinoza. Third trivia question in the TV show, I Dream of Genie. What was Tony Nelson's job? Was he an astronaut? Yes, he was an astronaut. Very good. <laughs> Didn't he land on an <laughs> island? Isn't that what happened? He, he, uh, his capsule landed on an island and he found the bottle. Yeah, that, that, exactly. And if you go back, I mean, Barbara Eden, she was a babe, an absolute babe. I would, for years after that, I would go to the beach just looking in the sand yeah. for a bottle. <laughs> Edward, I, I, think, I think the proper term back then was she was a fox, wasn't she? Fox, yeah. Well, Foxy. Yeah, I think that Foxy. came out in the 70s, you know? Oh, maybe. I, I, I could be wrong about yeah. that. A little before my time. You're aging yourself, yes. Okay, uh, no, I'm a true, I, um, an email comes in from a listener says, what are the advantages of a fund over individual deeds of trust? Yeah, great question. So uh, the question is about when you're investing in mortgage debt, do you want to invest in a single loan, uh, essentially a single property, or would you want to invest in a fund that's made up of a bunch of individual loans or pooled uh, loans, which is what um, you know, a fund is. It's a mortgage pool, and in our case, it's a mortgage debt fund. Um, so there's pros and cons to to, to both. I mean, with a uh, individual deed of trust, you know, some of the pros are that generally you can earn a higher rate of return because you're not paying management fees um, to a fund manager like you would for um, you know being invested in a fund. The um, condo of that is that a couple things you're you're the bank in that case uh, as an individual um, trustee investor um, you can if the borrower defaults and falls behind you know essentially and you have to take the property back um, the expense of 
you know, that dissolution, taking the property back, rehabbing it, any legal fees, that's borne by the investor, you. And so, you know, that's, that can be a headache. Uh, managing, you know, the borrowers and talking to them or working with them on the payments. Uh, servicer does that, but ultimately you're involved in it as well because the servicers are going to lean to you and say, hey, what would you like to do? This borrower said they're going to be able to make a payment, but uh, they said that last month and they haven't. And then finally, you know, you're, you can be invested in a note. Maybe it was for 24 months. But uh, if the borrower refinances into a conventional loan or out of your loan in eight months, well, you're back in cash. And uh, then you have to look for the next opportunity, do the evaluation and go through the whole, um, you know, the whole process again. And some investors really like that, though. They like the control. They like being the bank. And in some cases, if they have to take the property back, you know, now they own real estate. And... Um, so th those are some of the pros and cons of being an individual trustee investor or, or in investing in individual notes. For the funds, you know, the con that I started out with is that you earn a slightly lower rate of return. Uh, but here's the, are all the pros. It's diversified. You're invested across multiple uh, properties, multiple loans. And so you, you know, in the fund manages um, collecting payments from the borrowers, manages workouts with them. If you have to eventually take the property back, the fund management, and that's how they earn their fees, um, they handle all of that. So you don't have to be an active investor uh, when you're investing in a uh, fund. Um, and that diversification helps so that, you know, Sometimes a borrower does fall behind or, or you have to file a notice of default, take the property back. If there was a loss, that loss would be spread across the entire pool. Uh, in the case of the Pacific Private Money Fund, um, we haven't had a loss. And when we've had to sell uh, a property and foreclosed on it, it's actually made a profit um, three out of the four times we've done it. The other time was break even. Okay. So you're paying that management fee. The net to you in, in the case of the Pacific Private Money Fund is about 7.5%. Um, your passive investor, the team at Pacific Private Money handles, you know, the servicing, collecting the payments, you know, following up with borrowers who fall behind, and all of the headaches that can come if you have to foreclose. Um, the other um, pro, an important one is, you know, loans pay off all the time, and with trustee investing, if you get paid off, like as I mentioned, you're sitting in cash again. With the fund, once your funds are invested, they're always working for you. So you're earning that seven, seven and a half, eight percent uh, every month, um, and uh, that way, you, you know, you don't have to worry about looking for the next deal. That's our job. So we continually look for new loans to put in the fund as loans pay off or put new loans in the fund as we grow the number of investors and the, the investment in the fund. Um, requirements, just like the um, Pacific Southwest Note Fund, um, are that uh, in the Pacific Private Money Fund, you have to be accredited, so it's 50,000, or a million dollar net worth. Uh, you can't include your personal residence in that. $50,000 minimum investment, and it's a one-year hold. Uh, but beyond that, it's pretty straightforward, no cost going in or out. Um, and since we've got go a couple of minutes, why don't you give us a, a deal of the week so people can see the kind of loans you're talking about? Yeah, I'll give you a deal. Actually, before I do that, I would just want to mention there's a, a new, the SEC amended the accredited investor definition. I was so just going to ask you about that. <laughs> Excuse me. 
So they amended it so that certain professions can now qualify, even if they don't meet the million dollar threshold for being accredited or the certain income threshold. Uh, and those sort of those professional designations could be people who hold certain licenses in the financial space or and I don't know that they've come out with a list of the actual professions yet but there are a number of people who have reached out to us and said hey I'm in finance I, I'm a sophisticated uh, in, investor but I don't meet the million dollar threshold well this new amendment uh, will change that also employees knowledgeable employees of the fund can invest and um, so these are nice little additions um, to to this, uh, I'd like them to expand it even further. But um, if you are don't have a million dollar net worth or don't make uh, two hundred thousand a year over the last couple of years, look for this amendment and see if you can now qualify because it's uh, it's a great way to to get into investing in invest, uh, in funds like ours or other uh, Reg D funds or other investments that require investors to be accredited. Okay. Um, do you want me to do a deal of the week? Uh, well, um, you know what? Give out your information because yeah. on our next segment, we're going to go to a deal of the week. Uh, sure. So to uh, learn about any of the funds we talked about, um, the Pacific Southwest Note Fund or the Pacific Private Money Fund, call us at 415-883-2150, or you can um, go to www.pacificprivatemoney.com. And uh, learn about uh, not only the Pacific Private Money Fund and Southwest Fund, but we have two others as well. Very good. All right. Um, so when you come back, you're going to give us a, a deal of the week so we know exactly what kind of loans Pacific Private Money is doing. All right. Don't touch that yep. dial. The Best of Investing will be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon and Rob Spinoza. No trivia question, but Nam, what kind of loans? Give us a deal of the week. What kind of loans is Pacific Private Money doing for people? Yeah, well, actually, the two deals of the week that I'll do aren't representative of the majority of the loans we do because these are both seconds. But uh, after I explain why we do junior, we, we do loans in where we're in second position, uh, it'll make sense. But, uh, you know, at Pacific Private Money, you know, we make loans on uh, residential real estate, um, primarily residential real estate, <clears throat> excuse me, purchases, purchases and refinances. Um, where alternative lenders, where uh, much of Rob's product is the one you'd want to go to first if you're trying to buy a home and get those rates in the threes or, or even lower. But at Pacific Private Money, we're oftentimes plan B. And uh, this week, or in this last couple of weeks, we had a couple of deals where somebody came to us to buy another home. And um, again, they have a current home but instead of doing a bridge loan where we're cross-collateralizing, uh, these folks had, uh, in one case, it was somebody buying uh, in Tiburon, moving from the East Bay. Um, they owned their East Bay home uh, almost, well, they, it was for, their value was 850000 
they owed 131st on it. So they had a very small first relative. Um, and they wanted a loan basically on that on that departing residence uh, and to use those funds as a doubt payment on the purchase. So we gave them a loan in uh, second position, 300,000. So we're behind the first, which is 130, but the combined loan to value is 51%. So essentially they took cash out uh, in the form of a second uh, to use as the down payment on their Tiburon home. And, um, you know, we'll get paid off as soon as they sell their departing residence, but it was a second. Uh, we like it because, you know, in spite of the fact that it's a, people think, oh, seconds are, aren't risky, good, yeah. you know, not a risky position. Well, the LTV was 51%. We're charging a rate of 10 and a half. Wow. Uh, it's convenient for the seller. They probably won't have this loan um, for more than three or four months because I'm sure their home in the East Bay will sell quickly. So it solves a lot of problems. And then the second deal of the week, very similar. Somebody was pulling uh, money out as a second also for the down payment, although in this case, um, the combined loan to value is a little over 70, it was over 70%. Okay. But other circumstances, you know, super high FICO scores. Again, we know that their departing residents going to sell quickly. Uh, and, uh, you know, these are representatives of the types of seconds we do. Uh, but largely 80% of the loans we do are first. So um, in this case, people both came to us because, you know, the ability to solve that problem and use proceeds or, or take out cash from their uh, existing residence to use towards okay. down payment. So, All right, Rob, we have people just a need a loan. Yeah. Oh, real quick. People yeah. need to get a loan. Call us 415-883-2150. Good. And Rob, we have uh, just about 30 seconds uh, left. So if you want to finish up anything. Nearly um, 60% of Californians have lost income due to COVID-19. So uh, a couple of things about that. One is if you are in any sort of difficulty with your lender, give them notice, let them know, see if you can do something to help out on that. And then certainly if you are out there still looking to buy, refinance, you know, income stable and all that, we're always happy to help um, on any residential mortgage related issues. So feel free to get in touch and I, I look forward to being of service. Very good. All right, guys, we're going to cut to our uh, thoughts for the day here. That was a fast show, wasn't it? If communism has a leader, is it still communist? Not <laughs> that. Interesting, huh? And all my life, I thought air was free until I bought a bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. funny. All right. Uh, tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, 
1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.